Hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. Do you like Final Fantasy? I love Final Fantasy. Then you should go onto my YouTube channel where I have uploaded a new video critiquing Final Fantasy VI. And this is not the topic How of can our you episode. Critique Final Fantasy VI because it's like one of the best games ever. You'll just have to go to youtube.com slash ramblepack64 to find out in a 34 minute video. 34 minutes? <laughs> 34 excellent minutes of top class, semi good quality microphone criticism. Well, I'm just going to have to watch that. You will. Six times to bump your view numbers up. Yeah, it won't make much of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll knock it from like 115 to 121. <laughs> it's like, it won't matter that much, but... I'll do it anyway. Share it six times. There you go. There, I'll share it um, six times on six but, different platforms. seriously, Steve! Chris! What did you think of World of Final Fantasy? World of Final Fantasy. So... <sighs> no, 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 we gotta say it like the kids in the title screen. World of Final Fantasy! Well, it was like a different. Well, see, oh, actually, I, I like, think that they have all they have all the voice actors say it one time. They do, and so then. And like, unfortunately, I watched it. I, I played it in Japanese, so like, if I do it like the the bad guy, World of Final Fantasy. <laughs> Let me guess. The, the the bad guy in the English version is like World of Final Fantasy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just it sort of all just blends together. I, I don't care for World English of film. Final Fantasy. Um, it's like Seraphie or The something. world of the final the fantasy. <laughs> I watched a, I watched a lore video trying to like like there's Explain that? <laughs> well no no no. The guy tried to do the like the Tama thing. Oh it was bad. Um, we'll explain that eventually. We'll um, the explain that the the that. Stop. Don't try. Do not try. So, 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 World of Final Fantasy is a really interesting game. It's sort of like... It's way weirder than it needed to be, and way longer than it needed to be. Oh, yes. And probably it's like simultaneously too simple and too complicated. That actually... Because the biggest thing going through my head as a got further and further into the game was who is this for? Who is the target audience? Is it children or is it me, a 30-some year old man-child still living with his parents that really can't let go of his childhood? So, I don't know. I mean, if it's, if it's for kids, uh, I feel like I feel like it'd be a major downer for kids, uh, in a lot of ways. And yet, at the same time, a very valuable lesson in not being a spoiled little brat. That's true. And that actions come with consequences. It turns out. This is also true. <laughs> uh, yes, actions have consequences. <laughs> it's it's like I kind of the more I think about, I, I liked it at the time and I wanted to really <laughs> like it at different points it's poorly paced yes it's in some ways poorly contrived it has some interesting things that sort of keep you moving 
I think, other than nostalgia. Maybe it's just all nostalgia. Maybe it's just like, I want to see like, uh, I don't know. It wasn't even nostalgia though, because like the, 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 the champions I was using, I was using lightning all the time as my champion. It's not like I really have that much nostalgia for seeing lightning slash somebody with a sword. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It has a weird. I guess it has a weird momentum to it once you get going too. Well, also, having played some of these games recently, all I could think was they didn't even get the characters right. Like, Celeste was never really angry in Final Fantasy VI. She's not known for her anger. And yet, in this game, she's angry all the time. Or at least, like, she's like she's like Bruce Banner in The Wait. Avengers. She's, like, always angry, Wait. but it's not, like, outright I, rage. And I don't have it all together, but Celeste was hanging out with Cloud, right? Uh, yes. In like, they should be, like, the two, like, coolest cucumbers in the entire place. And I feel like they somehow, like, messed that up. Like, Celeste and Cloud. Like, that's a power couple right there. Like, forget <laughs> Tifa, forget well, Iris, like... The funny thing is, too, Cloud, in every, in all the material of Final Fantasy VII, except for Final Fantasy VII itself... Everyone assumes Cloud is this rude, quiet dude. And he's only that for the first mission of the game. Once you get into the second mission, it's almost like Cloud has a complete character shift in Final Fantasy VII. Especially once he wakes up on Aerith's bed of flowers. Or Aerith's bed of flowers. I hate saying Aerith. It makes me feel like a loser. Yeah, I never know how to pronounce it. I think but, I just said Aerith. I mean... Aerith. Aerith. I, I, I don't know precisely what it is in Japanese, so I'm not going to make a, make guesses Aerith. as to Aerith. why. Aerith doesn't sound too bad. But the original translation was Eris. I'm fine with that. Well, that's uh, that's and that's funny because that's like, it, sorry, I was going to go off on a tangent on Cloud real quick. But that was I think that's how well of, of a job they did establishing the character in the beginning. That then you you view everything else he does in the whole rest of the like 50 hours you played Final Fantasy VII. Through the lens of, like, Cloud is, like, too cool for school. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm just here to get paid. And there's little bits of that that linger. But effectively... I mean, the first time he starts to soften up is when he meets Tifa again. Tifa again. Tifa. Tifa. I don't know. I hate these names. I... Whatever. Tifa. Um, I call her Tifa. It sounds better than Tifa. Aerith so. and Tifa. Tifa. Okay. But it's Titus, and, not Titus. I don't care what people say. It's not Titus. That sounds awful. It's, it's Beirut. Okay, shut up. And um, You can shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, another point. so so we have all these all these Final Fantasy characters, and the characterizations are about fifty percent right. And some of yeah. the and some of the games are overrepresented. Overrepresented. <laughs> and some overrepresented. The, overrepresented. Once. And some of the games are underrepresented. Like, what do we get from Six? We get Terra and Celeste? That, yeah, no, no, no. That's actually one that's better represented because you get two characters. Well, like... Um, the thing is, you also get those two characters as champions. That's true. Versus, you never get... Wait, do you get Ferris as... From Final Fantasy V? As a champion at any point? Like, can you get her as a medal or a champion? Uh, I got all the champions, but I don't remember if you can get Ferris. Because she's also from Final Fantasy V. So you get two Final Fantasy get, V like, characters. But Final Fantasy V gets a really an interesting arc in the game, at least, where you get you get Bartz and you get Gilgamesh 
and you get Ferris, and you get the it's whole... It's true, five is actually properly represented. Yeah, five is actually really well represented. Like... Is there any character from 12? I think there's one character from 12, I just don't remember what... 12, no. 12 Was 12 of... represented at all in this game? 12 kind of got the shaft, huh? Because 9 has Aiko. Balthier and... isn't in there, right? Is Balthier in there? I think he's only as a special, like like how he can get a Sephiroth Mirror Jewel. Maybe that's what it was. Because I, I think I got this, but then again, I got the Maxima Edition on Switch. I don't know what version you got if it had I have any the, the DLC. I have like the, the launch version. Because I know there's like DLC or whatever. Yeah, I got the launch and there's a DLC where you can get Sephiroth as a champion medal from the Coliseum. That's the thing, like Baldir is like that. He's not actually in the game, but... Yeah, which is, yeah, so, so 12 kind of gets the shaft. The early games are tough. One, because, like, who knows the characters from Final Fantasy 2? Yeah, but even, they, they at least made the effort of giving you the Warrior of Light, who's technically right. just a generic character that, like, that doesn't match any of the character classes in the final game. <laughs> right. Um, um, but you at least get the Warrior of Light and Princess Sarah. You get the one girl from Final Fantasy 3. You get... Uh, you get the, the, the tiny knot hobbit from Final Fantasy Eleven. Right, I think right. it's Eleven. Yeah, Eleven. Uh, the, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Final Fantasy Four. Cecil's in there? Is he? Rydia's in there. Oh, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Rydia, Rydia. Rydia, it's got a Y. I mean, spell like you're American. But it was like Lydia. Actually, no, no, no. In Japanese, I do think they say, you know, it probably was meant to be Lydia, because in Japanese they do effectively say Lydia, mm -hmm. because and, R and L is a mixed yeah, weird yeah. bag. But sorry, but yeah, but it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a mixed bag. And then you get like Final Fantasy X, like that, like gets a Yuna whole thing. It's a zone. Titus. You get Yuna, and you get and, Riku, yeah, and Titus and Riku. Um, Sort of mix. What do you get from nine? What do you get from nine? Except for Ico, I'm trying to remember. You get Vivi. You get Vivi yes, from you get Vivi. Okay. Ico and Vivi. Where he's got all the summoners in there. So it's it's this weird like like there's characters. If I were doing, I guess if I were planning like Final Fantasy nostalgia, like I'd have Kane from Final Fantasy four. I'd have um, Final Fantasy five is the one that I think they really as a classic one that they totally nailed. That's the only 2D Final Fantasy I feel like was really well represented and got all the important bits in. Final Fantasy VI, you get Celeste and Terra. Um, you're missing Locke. Oh, and Edgar. Yes, you're right. You got Edgar. You don't you're get right. like Locke or Sabin. And yet at the same like... time, Edgar's the one that's most spot on. Including like that's when true, I'm playing yeah. his Japanese voice actor is like, yeah, it's appropriate. Yeah, sure. Edgar was Edgar was good. Even to the fact because having gone back and replayed the game, they got him spot on because he stinks at hitting on women. Even like that's what I, I mm. feel like you remember him trying to be a playboy, but what you don't remember is even in the game they make jokes about the fact that it never works. Yeah, he tries to be the cool Bishonen playboy okay. character and it never works. So I guess six was all right. I just I like. I didn't really, like, so for me, okay, yeah, Celeste is great. Um, 
and I, I'm sure there are reasons for these decisions, but Locke, Sabin was one of my was like my favorite character in Final Fantasy VI. Well, the problem with VI is they got so many characters, it's kind of tough to nail down. Right. Whereas, um, I mean, nine I guess it makes the sense that you have. Setzer shows up, doesn't he? No, I don't remember him showing up. Maybe he's referenced, but doesn't actually show up. I don't think he does. Um, um, I mean, we, we're spending a lot of time just talking about the characters that are in this. I mean, anyway, so I guess, I guess what it is, and, and but this sort of ties into the idea of the nostalgia aspect. So, I think it speaks volumes. Neither one of us talked about eight, and the fact that it's got both Squall and uh, Keistis. Oh, yeah, I, I love eight. I love Keistis. Okay, because I, I, I don't wanted, love eight, but <laughs> I, I wanted. I actually wanted, and initially at eight, I the first time I, my first playthrough, I was mad. You know what? They got a character from Dirge of Cerberus there, but they don't have a character from 12. That's cold. That is real cold. <laughs> Think about that. Dirge of Cerberus. Not even Crisis Core. Dirge of Cerberus. I'm going to pour one out for Crisis Core. Uh, I love that game. Uh, <laughs> you're wrong. Um, no, but okay. I'm sorry. Squall and Renoa, garbage. Squall and Keistis. That's where it was at. That's because, okay, so you're the kind of guy that wanted to have relations with his teacher when you were in school. Yeah, she's like his teacher that's like one year older than him. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, so, Let's but, put on a little, got a bag, got a bag, got a bag, <laughs> I'm hot for teacher. Yeah. So, so, so from, from, nostalgia, from a nostalgia perspective, it may or may not scratch your itch. Um... I was feeling well, for, like there's, okay, you get, for, the, you get for, the super obvious one. Here's the thing. I don't think the characters are really where you're getting the nostalgia from. I think it's actually the monsters themselves. Because they did a decent job getting a lot of different monsters from a lot of the big ones. And for me, I'll be honest. Okay, the the for me, what the game could have used more of was like... You know the joyride ability where you can ride on one yeah. of the monsters on the overworld map? Do that with a Magitek armor, and it starts to overlay Terra's theme over that map's music. Mm. Um, it's not every it's not every battle, it's not, or rather map, but there are some maps where you'll be walking and it'll play that theme. And like the 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 right claw and left claw, I think were pulled from Final Fantasy V. I think, um, and they had a special little weird bongo tune if you wrote, wrote them. Okay, so. I will give you that. The music actually was the most nostalgic piece for me. And one of the things that improved my experience of playing it was I switched the battle music from the standard battle music to, to random, yeah. To ran playing a random battle theme, basically, for every battle. Because yeah. it would change the battle themes based off which champion your characters were turned into. Which was a bad mechanic because they never explained that if your characters were the champion. You couldn't summon champions. Wait, wait, wait. Your characters uh, could be the... If you equipped instead of the... Uh, if you equipped the character Mirror Jewel, you could... Your character was like... The, um, Land could only be the male characters and right. uh, Rain could only be the female characters. So if Rain was like Celeste, then you have um, the like the app weapon boss music playing. Um, I, I totally missed out on this entire mechanic. But then you could summon champions. That's the thing. Like you had it better anyway. Right. 
I, okay, I wasn't summoning champion. I was like 25 hours into the game before I figured out about summoning champions. I was even further because I was so, sitting there with my characters as the champions wondering, why can't I summon champions okay. or mega monsters? Okay, so so let's let's go get over a couple of things. Should we, should we so, go over a couple of the mechanics? A couple, a couple of things here. So that we've, we've kind of covered indirectly is from a nostalgia perspective, it's hit or miss. Um, it, it did a lot of misses for me other than having some obvious bits. As far as monsters, I always feel like every Final Fantasy game is nostalgia for Final Fantasy monsters. You got your behemoth, <laughs> you got your cacti, let's ride a chocobo. Like, you got somebody's using goblin punch on you, and like, it's every Final Fantasy Even game. Even the goblins don't look like any goblin from any Final Fantasy. That's true. Um, you, got, you have a Marlboro smoking cigarettes Marlboro, in your face. yeah, always Marlboro. Um, I'm the Marlboro Man. I have no idea where the shark things came from. The three-headed dragon Adam things are toys, also from Final Adam Fantasy Adam toys, Bahamut, you know, all, all those all those classics are, are always in there. Um, and so, so it's, it's going to be hit or miss. The music is great. Um, I, I loved, there was in particular, I loved the way they handled... Uh, Battle of Battle at Big Bridge. Battle Big Bridge. Big Bridge? Yeah, Battle of Big Bridge. Clash of Big Bridge, Battle Clash of Big, of Big Bridge. Clash of Big Bridge, whatever it is. I love the way they handled that theme in the game. I'll try and have some of these songs in the background. Some of them were really tough to find. So, it's... It's, it's going to be hit or miss. So, so those aspects are cool. Because I feel like that's, that's definitely a big part of this game. Is if this were just like a Pokemon ripoff. And that's uh, where we should actually get into describing what is mechanics-wise World of Final Fantasy. It's a Pokemon. It's a. It's a. It's sort of like a Pokemon ripoff. That's not really a Pokemon ripoff. It's, and so if it were just some kind of weird Pokemon ripoff variation with random characters that you didn't care about in a weird anime story, it probably wouldn't have sold well. Yeah, nobody would really cared about this game. And yet nobody really cared about it anyway. That's true. But even less um, people would have cared about it. Even fewer. Even um, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna throw the rest of this drink at you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I I edit myself all the time. Um, so as the heat turns on, um, video games. Um, World of Final Fantasy is a weird little attempt at Square Square Enix making their own Pokemon game, where it's both. Got better ideas and worse ideas. I think in my case, I liked early on how different monsters required different conditions in order to catch them. It took me a little bit to realize that the reason why some were more difficult than others is because I was assuming it worked like Pokemon, where if you did more damage, it would be easier to catch. That's not how it works. Some of them, the condition requires you hit that hit them with that condition multiple times, and the aura or whatever around them that lets you know they're ready to be caught will glow brighter and brighter and brighter. So let's say one of them needs you to hit them with Confuse. You guys should see my face right now, yeah. because I did not know this. Because the game doesn't explain it. I actually found this out trying to figure something out looking online. So, for example, like, right, so, so like, there's an ice-type monster that requires you to hit it with ice-type moves. You so, hit it multiple times with ice attacks. And then and it gets easier to catch? Yes. I'm done. 
I, I can't even I can't even talk about this game anymore because apparently I didn't even play this game. I spent 50 hours with it, but I didn't even play it. And think about how how much text and tutorial they threw at you, and it's like, wait a minute, what? You could you mean this is how this works? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? Why did you waste my time with all these other tip jars, quote unquote, and yet this one important piece of information you kept hidden? Like I, why, 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 game? Why? But that's that that's part of what you gotta do. You gotta like hit them with these. But that's what I found interesting. Except, do you know how long it takes until you can get enough monsters that know things like confuse, um, mute, oblivion, and all this stuff? Like. Yeah, there I'm are so yeah, many enemies okay. that require these status ailments, and yet none of the monsters you catch know these status ailments. And I ended up using items on a lot of them, uh, like like getting oh this item and can inflict oblivion or something like that. Yeah, because it was just yeah. So, so before we go any further, we're twenty minutes in. We haven't talked about the basic mechanic of the game. The basic mechanics of the game is you catch monsters. And then there's three different sizes of four different sizes of monsters actually. There's small, medium, medium large, large, and, and extra large. large. So extra large focus essentially as or function essentially as a summon, where they can come in and you can summon them. And then the small, medium, and large, you have two stacks of monsters. Two stack that, types, yeah. Two stack one that that. Well, in each battle, you have two stacks. Oh, yes, and yes. include a small, medium, and large characters. Your two main characters have to be in your stacks. Their names are Lon and Rain. Lon and Rain for left and right. For left and right. Or I was also just... like 30, 30 hours into the game. I figured out, wait, Lon is left and Rain is right. I figured L this out R when I matched him with the claws, yes. Yeah. It's like, I oh, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, so... Until then, I was like, boy and girl. Boy. Boy. Um, girl. Uh, so, so anyway, so then you have two stacks of mon The Your main characters can either function as a large or a medium monster in your stack, whether you have them in their, like, standard anime form or in their, like, chibi form. Uh, they're either large or medium. And so then basically you mix and match monsters to get different ability sets or to power up certain abilities and other things. And and that's where you, and so that's how you get your attacks and everything else primarily is through what monsters you have in your stack. They're not monsters, yes. they're mirages. I'm Mirage, sorry. Yeah, well, well, let's just call them monsters. They're, they're monsters. It's easier. Um, and, and it's... And then otherwise it's a Final Fantasy game. You run around dungeons, you have turn-based battles, but, you attack, 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 I mean, part and of fire, it is, fire, fire, until part everything of, dies. Part of it is supposed to be that the, there's supposed to be a lot of strategy that goes into the stack. So one of the things you can see when you set it up is elemental vulnerability. So if you want to go into a place where enemies are weak to ice, but they might do a lot of damage to your ice guy then you match him up with another fire guy or something like that. So you have yeah. the ice attacks, but you have that defense against that kind of damage. And um, there's lots of there's lots of really cool intricacies you can do in building the stacks because, yeah. for example, um, you get different you get uh, items that will allow you to teach a a move 
and to any mirage that has a blank space. So they, you, you go through and they, you can have you unlock moves as you gain experience and level up. And then you get blank spaces. So for example, to your example, where you were talking about there, where you're going into a like lava zone, but you see you're like, oh, I want to have ice magic to use against the fire enemies, but that's going to make me more vulnerable to ice. But I've got this item that will let me treat, treat, teach a level two blizzard spell to a fire enemy or a fire monster. And so you can do things like that. And so then you've got a, you've got, you taught the fire monster blizzard and then you're, you stack it with something else that has blizzard. And now you've got, or Blizzara. Now you've got Blizzaga or whatever because you have Blizzara and Blizzard. Yeah, it does and, interesting combinations. And like everything that as you well. can do different things like that. So there's a lot of strategy. Um, there's a lot of abilities that are sort of sneaky. That like, oh, this ability seems dumb until it's amazing. Uh, and a lot of mirages like that too, where you're like, oh, this mirage is terrible until you unlock the next form, and then you're like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I would actually say that's one of the things that's the most... Everything, again, is like a half and half, because I'm coming off of it from, like, years of, like, playing Pokemon since childhood, so the comparisons are naturally there. When you... Every, every, the, the, the monsters, their level-ups and stuff are handled kind of like a skill tree, where the different nodes... Like, if, if, think about Final Fantasy X, I guess. Right. Where it's a diff different sets of nodes and stuff, and they cost skill points, and you get one per level up. And if you complete like the first grid. level evolution of that 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 the sphere grid, I guess, if you complete that first evolution, or you reach a certain point, you can unlock the next evolution. But there's no like there's nothing special about it. You got to go to a save point or use that yeah. whatever phone. Um, and you just switch the monster when you need to. Now, it's cool that you can switch them back and forth whenever you need, but I think what is actually really significant is it's got something called a sync rate. You fill up enough nodes, and at 25, 50, 75, and 100%, you get major stat boosts. Now, a lot of these monsters require you do this with the palette swap. If you know about Final Fantasy, you know there's a lot of monsters that look the same but have a different color scheme they do this frequently here except there's a green tonberry and a white tonberry yes there's the like... regular green tonberry and then there's the pale berry um or there's the regular blue shark or there's the camouflage shark and if you fill all of those nodes up in both of those palettes then you get a special bonus ability like a one-time bonus ability for maxing that thing out so it's like as strong as it can be, it will be one of the strongest members of your team, and then you can give it some special unique ability. Yeah. So it's it's got these incentives and all this other stuff that I wish I understood and knew as I was playing earlier in the game. But and it's that, and that comes back to the point before about where there's mechanics in the game that the game doesn't really tell you about. Um, and but so, also takes so long until you can just evolve yeah. one guy. Like even Pokemon, like knows. You, you you gotta let people start evolving quick because otherwise it's gonna get dull. Yeah. Yeah. It does take a while. And what you tend to find is that later in the game, there's not a lot of opportunities to level up well. Uh, and so you, you sort of end up, 
if you didn't make good, and this is what I, this is what I hate, and this is what I'm always afraid of in these kinds of games, is if you didn't make good decisions early on about what to level up, you're stuck at the end of the game, and you have like really crappy options for grinding to to get. I don't know about that at all. Actually, I did find a good spot to grind, but it was like it was okay. It was yeah. There's there's oh there's some okay spots to grind, but it's not great. And I, I, my preference is to never grind if I don't have to in a game. Like, mm-hmm. just about every JRPG I play now, I intentionally avoid grinding if I can. And that I could not avoid grinding in World of Final Fantasy was a major disappointment. Because I did reach a point where it hit a difficulty spike, and all of a sudden I, need, I needed spells and stuff that I did not need before. And therefore I had to take monsters that I never used before. And quickly level them up until they were ready to fight these new guys. Yeah, that's also that's another another thing where unlike Pokemon, your everything you receive you receive at level one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's not like later in the game that you're receiving you beat a level fifty monster and you are you uh, imprisonment, not in prison, in prism. prism. You put everything inside of a prism, not a ball. It's a prism. Um, and so... It's a Final Fantasy game. It's got its very own unique vocabulary. Uh, so... Anyway, once you do it, so you imprison this level 50 monster, and now it's level 1. And that can be really annoying. Um, when you just fought it at level 37 and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so now you're kind of stuck, especially like, with... Oh, good. It's got 100 hit points, and every enemy around here is doing 500. And, and it, it, I made some mistakes throughout for things like this. And then you also need to remember that even as you level it up, if you don't manually collect all this, you know, apply all the skill points, it won't have any abilities. So, for yeah. example, I went into a battle one time with, I had the He Monster. Um, and I, had it, I finally got it, like, leveled up to 45 or something like that. Oh, no, you didn't do any of the skill points. I had not given oh. it any skill points. So I go into battle, I summon my Behemoth monster, and it's And all you can do is just attack. Attack. And I'm like, oh. what did I just, like, anyway. Um, so it's, and so this brings us back to our first point, and who's this game for? On the one hand, it's got all this chibi stuff, and it's sort of, it, it almost is presented it's as like, as like baby's first. RPG. Final, yeah, baby's first, first RPG. Final Fantasy. And yet it's too complicated. Like, it really is. And especially if that... Dude, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know how people can use the simple commands. You can customize the simple commands, but for how much strategy the battles end up requiring, you really don't want to use the simple commands in this game. Uh, I use the simple commands all the time. It's because you're bad at video games. You know what? That explains a lot. I I mostly... (laughs) The only time I didn't use a simple command is when I had to use items. Interesting. Because I want to know, okay. So you just like mapped abilities based I, off I of mapped, where you were? I mapped, yeah, I mapped everything and I optimized my See, maps. This is the first Final Fantasy that, like, with a traditional controller, well, I don't want to say controller, but like, like you could basically do it where different moves are mapped to different uh, buttons, or you'd switch it to the traditional menu system of a Final Fantasy game. If you leave it on active mode, which means when you're making a choice in the menu, the game's still letting the enemies go. In this game, no matter what speed you set it to, the enemies will, like, 
overrun you and hit you so much that it increases the challenge by quite a bit. So I ended up having to do the traditional menu and I stuck it to wait time so I could make my commands and not get murdered. But in some ways that was also a little too easy, so it was really weird. And I maxed the speed of battle on that one too. I spent this whole yeah. game with my uh, my finger on the uh, R trigger, so yeah. it would like speed through and, that. And this is like one of the weird things about this game, is like, that's how I played it too. Max weight, max battle speed, but then I was still just always holding down. It has like a speed up button, so you can speed up your battles. And it's sort of like, that's the speed the battles should have been to begin with. When you Unless, realize how long a lot of these animations go for, especially. It's like yeah. I, it's like I, 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 I let go of the, the button once when my characters are doing just their regular attack. And it took so long in hindsight, it's like, oh my goodness. This game would take me even, like, it, it went from yeah. taking me, like, wait, how long did it take me? Like, over 45 hours? It would yeah, have taken me, right. like, 60 if I played it at the normal battle speed. Yeah, the, the battles are, are slow. Um, and that's the thing, like, we're, we, we didn't have a bad time, and yet here we are, like, complaining about it more than anything. Well, and I haven't even gotten to the dungeons yet, because you defended the dungeons a bit. But having just come off Final Fantasy VI, these dungeons are awful. A 16-bit game did dungeon design better than this. And one of the reasons is because every dungeon keeps going. It keeps going. It's so long. And you don't do anything interesting in each one. See, it's so long and boring. That's the thing. Okay, there's a couple... There are a couple really bad dungeons in this game. No, there, there's a lot of really bad dungeons in this but game. But there's a couple... Okay. There are some that have... Most of them have some redeeming quality or some interesting part of the dungeon. Trust me, dude. It's nowhere near like Final Fantasy... Watch my video. Watch my video. I start off talking about dungeons in Final Fantasy VI. I played VI. Final Fantasy VI. And it is like jumping between it... buildings in Zozo is infinitely more interesting than anything that happened in this game. Okay, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> okay, maybe jumping between buildings and Zozo. Okay, so the, the biggest problem for me in the dungeons, right, the length and the random encounter rate. Which, so I'm coming... The funny thing is the random encounter rate was... And this is part... Well, the random, random encounters in 3D role-playing games need to die. Die. That is now. my... Because... I understood why they were more tolerable in the 2D ver in, in the old 2D era when playing Final Fantasy VI, because the tiles are smaller. There are fewer steps in a single dungeon. Right. Whereas once you're in 3D, you gotta you, you gotta tweak that random encounter rate to match the, the the number of steps, and you're taking far more steps in a 3D game. Spaces are far larger, and it's going to take longer just to cross that space. Dungeons take longer on foot by default in a 3D space, and your unless your random encounters are going to be quick, like it's it's, it's yeah. a mess. Like so, so this game suffered very poorly in comparison. In immediately after finishing World of Final Fantasy, I started playing Dragon Quest XI, and so Dragon Quest XI is you know all monsters are on the map, yep, uh, visible. Dragon Quest XI is also the if you basically kill everything in your way 
without worrying about things that are not in your way, you will be at a perfectly fine level for all of the boss encounters up into the end game. Um, and so World of Final Fantasy had had random encounters at a stupid high rate that you could never avoid. And if you did anything to avoid encounters, you were going to be woefully underleveled for dungeon bosses and stuff like that. And things like that were just like... Which is funny, because until the end game, I was actually... I felt incredibly above level. Yeah, that's true. There was a point up until you got to a certain point, you, you felt above. The first time I grinded was sort of like... Not to give too much away. Like the final 10 hours of the game. Right, yeah, the, the final 10 hours. But yeah, that, that was basically, well, before that, the the sort of the fake-out ending is where I, where you think you're gonna, it's gonna be over and it wasn't. That was the first time I, I like, I went back and grinded before I did the boss fight, I think. I really grinded. Um, but, so, okay, so dungeon design. So... I felt like every dungeon at least had some kind of cool thing to do. Like, one cool thing. Maybe the problem is that it played too well. Because the, the first thing, if I'm going to think of interesting, then the first thing that comes to mind is the moving the trains in the junkyard. And that played out way too long. That had yeah. way too many screens to it. Okay, yeah, and that's... If it was uh, otherwise, like every other dungeon I can think of, like crawling on the walls was like they, they didn't implement that in any interesting way for that dungeon's design, for the underwater dungeon. And for like, as, especially for like a lot, like when you're climbing the chain, like it's so much big open space. Now that was one of the ones that I thought was bad. The chain. The chain and the bridge. The chain, yeah, that was the bridge was bad and then you got to do the thing where you like hopped over the things that it's shooting at you and I thought that was cool. Yeah, but it was too much of And I thought the else. ending of the dungeon was cool where you can sort of, if you've taken out all of the different things that were shooting at you, then you get an optional boss fight and you can, and it was sort of like, it spoke really well to just, to the idea of it. So you have, you it have It took so option, long to kill all those guys though. Yeah, so you had optional, right. You had sort of like these guys that are these mini bosses that are shooting at you, and if they hit you, you get an encounter, and the encounter takes too long and it's annoying, but you can dodge it by jumping. But then if you kill all of those mini bosses, which is, takes too long, you unlock a, a sort of like an optional boss that then is too powerful for you to defeat, exactly, but not too powerful for you to imprison. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so then you can imprison the boss and get him easily, back at level one. And you can get a level one uh, <laughs> mirage, which is really. And then you try to. You're like, oh, I got this cool mirage. Let me put it in my belly before I fight the, the 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 big bridge boss, which is totally not a spoiler who the big big bridge boss is going to be. Yeah, if you know anything about Final Fantasy? Um, and then you're like, oh wait, no, it's level one. And this is the worst idea I've had all day. Yeah. <laughs> I think with that, though, we should get to um, spoilers. Because the, th the problem with discussing the story is that nothing happens 
until something happens, and then it's nothing but spoiler territory. Yeah, this game for is forty, like 30, 30 to forty hours of this game, nothing happens. Nothing. Like there's two kids, and there's Anna Crow, and Anna Crow, and across. She says Anna Crow. That's awful. Because in Japanese, she clearly says Anna Cross. Anna Crow. That is awful. <laughs> I'm going with what the Japanese said. Alright, so... Even though I won't for Aerith. Uh, Aerith so there's, there's, Aerith. there's twins who can summon monsters, and there's the Dyad, and there's the Crimson Prophecy. They're the, looking for their mom. And the Indigo Prophecy, and all, they, all these... these Actually, two here's the best way to summarize it. The kids are looking for their mom, even though it's very obvious something bad will happen once they do. Pretty much. And Once so, they find her, I mean. And so that's pretty much, and then you basically bump into a bunch of Final Fantasy characters. Along the way. Along the way, as you search, as you, and there's some kind of big bad and that, you know, fairly generic stuff. And it all just kind of happens for, for me it was about 25, 25 hours. Um, I'm almost somewhere in the 30s to 40 range. I'm trying to think. I just know I played for more than 45 hours, but there was a couple times where I, I died I spent so brutally. long on the end game. I feel like I finished... So, spoiler time, spoiler time. Yeah, well, again, like, just... So this is a game... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before spoilers, I mean, I, well, I honestly... I wasn't going to do spoilers yet. Do we want to do verdict for the people that have to leave because they're interested? Uh, or, yeah. or, or if you need to, if you need help deciding, I mean, we've kind of been negative enough, but that's the thing. Like, this is an interesting game. It's got some ideas, but I can't recommend this game to anybody. I really can't. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're thinking looking for something to play, like, uh, there's a great remaster of Final Fantasy XII. There's a great on PlayStation Four. Everything. Like, there's a great. Everything. You can play. You can play Final Fantasy Nine on, on your Switch. Switch. You can play, oh, play. Play Final Fantasy Nine on your Switch. Okay, just just go do that. The music. It's great. my next video. You'll be ready to watch my next video. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the music is great in that game too, and the characters are great, and the story's great. Even and the combat it's makes sense. Kind of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, it's a lot of things, but uh, it's, it's it's really great. And its story makes more sense than this. Than this, and if that's not really your your thing, then there's Final Fantasy VII's coming out. You know, Final Fantasy XII, Dragon Quest Final, you can get the the Final Fantasy X remaster on, on several platforms. You can play Iconic Class because everyone should. I mean, there's a whole lot of things you can Iconic do. Class. You could play like some some stuff that already oh yeah, Iconic Class is new, but if you're if you're into Final Fantasy, you could play. Anything from Tokyo RPG Factory. There you go. I am Setsuna or Lost Fear. Uh, there you or go. Or you could even, if you if you need something short, because I thought World of Final Fantasy was going to be short. We need something short. Play Cosmic Star Heroine, which was awesome. There you go. Uh, um, so really, like, there's a lot of things you could do, and if you want a Pokemon style game, just, just play Pokemon. Get Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. Or if you want to use uh, a Pokemon, real controller, wait for the new Pokemon Sword Shield. Pokemon. Let's go Eevee. I don't know Eevee or Pikachu. It doesn't matter. You got if you don't have a 3DS. Okay, here's the here's the problem with Let's Go Eevee, in my opinion. The great thing about Eevee is that Eevee is like Eevee's like a metaphor for life. No, right? no, 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 no. Let's just, no. Let's take a minute here. Take a minute uh, here. I don't want to take a minute here. Eevee is like where like Eevee's just this like little tiny cute ball of potential, right? <laughs> and and you don't know what Eevee is gonna be. Maybe this Eevee is going to be a Flareon. 
Because Flareon's the best, right? Or maybe because of the stupid friendship meter, it becomes the one that nobody ever wants because it's friendship and not love. Right. Or maybe it's I don't like, know. I don't know how all that Or maybe works. it becomes a Vaporeon, which is cool, too. Okay? Like, I'm not going to judge you if your Eevee evolves It only into evolves into these things based off of the choice. This is like saying, like, the, 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 it's not just the potential. It's the Eevee is a little child whose complete destiny is decided by somebody else. Okay, come on. Do you know you're, how you're, depressing you're, 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 that is? Get in. You're, 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 you're ruining the metaphor. Okay, so Eevee is just potential. But then, like, in Let's Go Eevee, as I understand it, you can't evolve your Eevee. Can so, you evolve your Pikachu? No. You can evolve other Pikachus. Then you can evolve other Eevees. You have other, but not your Eevee. Not like, like, there is a, if you do play Let's Go Pikachu, there's like a Pikachu that is like your Pikachu that you get at the beginning of the game that's going to stay with you always no matter what. And then you can get See, Pikachu's I'd like to make an argument in favor of, well, because you can't evolve your Pikachu, but your Pikachu is always going to have awesome, like, lightning attacks. Wait, but like, Eevee, what's like, the Eevee get? I don't know. I haven't what's played, a really I haven't good normal type attack? What's a really good normal type attack? Uh, anyway, it's not about the attacks. It's about the, the meaning. And like, yeah, this Eevee can be your friend forever, but it feels like... Okay, World of Final Fantasy Pikachu has no potential. Pikachu is good enough to be Spoilers. Pikachu. Spoil uh, okay, anyway, so let's go Pikachu. Play Let's Go Pikachu. It's really good. Yeah. It's fun. Anyway, so it's spoiler time in... Uh, in where, where, where you know what? I'm going to see... I'm going to make... This is going to be a test if my niece actually does listen to this whole podcast. Because... Actually, her favorite isn't Eevee anymore, I don't think. I don't know. She keeps changing her mind. She's a teenager. I kind of think Eevee's the best. I have, like... I play, I play Pokemon Go, and I have, like... I, I don't oh, know so you're much. a real hardcore Pokemon player, I tell you what. Oh, I'm so hardcore. But I have so many Eevee. I can't delete Eevee. Like, what kind of monster deletes an Eevee? Okay? All right, spoilers for real World of Final Fantasy. Uh, now that we are okay, so, so far into so this So basically crap. you get like 30 minutes and 30 hours into the game. and it's like, Nothing happens. And nothing ha nothing has happened. Literally nothing. Like, and then... Except for people telling you, don't find your mother bad things are supposed to happen. And then it's But like, I guess we'll let you do it anyway. And then it's like... Uh, and then you beat the game. And then like everything happens when you beat the game. And then it's like, oh yeah, but this... Okay, you gotta define what everything. I mean, normally, okay, we're, normally we're, I prefer we're going, summarization. We're going high but... level. We're going high level here. Everything happened like in the last five minutes of the story. After thirty hours of playing, everything happened, and then you beat the game, and then it's like, oh no, you didn't beat the game. That's silly. Like this ending sucks. Uh, and then you've got like another twenty hours or something of grinding. Five, five to ten hours. It's about five to ten hours, depending on your grinding and everything else. Of grinding and everything else. Where you get like the actual stuff happens. Stuff actually happens. And here's the whole point of it. The whole reason there are bad guys in the first place and your your parents are missing is because boy and girl got it in their heads they were going to help their well that's the thing, like I'm not even sure how this setting works. Because everything about the setting and this whole Enacross thing, or Enacro, even though it's spelled with an S. And it's, in Japanese you know they say... it kind of sounds cooler though, right? Enacro. No, because in Japanese they say enacrosu. Krosu. It's cross. It's cross. Whatever. Enacross. Hipster. Not hipster, weeb. 
<laughs> Get it right. <laughs> weeb, sorry. I'm I have waifus. I'm a hipster. He's a weeb. Um, yes. <laughs> um, let me show you my waifus. Uh, <laughs> you got Pokemon Go. I need I, I need a waifu Go. There you go. I need a game called Waifu Go. <laughs> Trademark it. I am sorry to everyone's ears. Uh, yes. Uh, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Waifu Go. Exactly. It's like, I apologize to everyone's ears for my little outburst. Um, but uh, to go back, like, let, let, let's really think about the, the, the this game. The background of the setting is that the mom catches, creates mirages. She either she, is the reason for the monsters or... Like, well, what does she do? Okay, this is my understanding. So the mirages are natural occurrences. And so she captures, she's like a Pokemon master. Okay, so she captures and studies the mirages and everything's sort of like in balance. And she controls, so so I think it's it's difficult to, this is why I was watching more videos. I think it's difficult to explain <laughs> what's actually going on without some of this like sort of tertiary, secondary stuff that maybe you can get in the Maxima if you play all the hidden dungeons and all that other stuff. That, so, so it's all about like interconnected worlds, right? So, yes, it's like a multiverse. There's a multiverse, and so, as I understand it, the reason that all of the Final Fantasy heroes are in this world is because Enna Crow um, somehow brought them here from other worlds. In order to save it from the the imminent invasion from whatever the outside world is, and so now Etta Crow and also the the girl in the tea room are are essentially like what happens when a human fuses with an Esper, but then like both the Esper and the human remain. And a so, Mirage and Esper are two completely different things. So the Espers are like. Um, Bahamut was one, right? Right. Uh, so Alexander, Alexander, okay. Diablo, Diablos. So like, Anna Crow actually is like has this connection with Alexander because she is like Alexander was feud merging with Alexander. There's that the special mission. There is that special mission where you 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 fight the big robot thing, and she's talking to the bridge, which is Alexander. Which is Alexander, which is, you know, another classic Final Fantasy summon. summon which is usually yeah. it's a cast. And so yeah. apparently it's somehow somewhere revealed that the girl in the tea room is connected with Diablos. Because he's time. Okay. Okay. And so, like, the, the sort of, so that, so that sort of, like, they're, they're, the espers are from, are from, like, uh, outside of the world. So, and that they're like, so then, then they get connected through the world through these people or something. And then the people who have the special connection with the espers become sort of like gods. Where like, and a crow thinks she's like, yeah. And so, I'm kind of losing it here. But that's sort of, that's basically the basis of the universe. So, their mom, Lon and Rain's mom, could con with capture mirages and also controlled espers like Bahamut and whatever else 
And so what happened was they were, Lon and Rain were basically... Were little kids that wanted to... Rain wanted to help the mom. You can right. go and find her old journals, and she doesn't like the fact that her mom's always working, and they wanted to try and help. She wanted right, to, try to try and help. Now, the journal entries make it sound nice and innocent, and then you see the cutscene where they treat their dad like crap, and are basically like, no, we're going to go, we're going to open this gate, we're going to, like, catch, like, we're going to catch all kinds of mirages and stuff. And they open the gate, and that's when the big bad comes through. And the big bad immediately, effectively kills th- their parents. Right. By morphing them into, I guess that's the merging of the Esper thing too. Because right. they turn into the Plume Knight and the, the, the other guy. The Man in the Golden Mask or something yeah. like that. And then there's some servant girl whose name I really can't... Like, I Howen. Never... Howen, that's how they pronounce it in English? Yeah. They call her Wynn. Win, okay. Because it's a weird name. Um... She's just a servant to the family, but she got caught up in it too, and it was just like, dude, honestly, again, this is like, who is this game for? Because this is some convoluted crap here. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was very convoluted. And it's barely explained. Like, do you know how much explanation they could have done in the 30-some hours you were playing the game and then got to the final boss when they well, decided they to just dump? That whole, like, like, hearing that whole, like... The, the multiverse thing explained was like, like this is kind of like an interesting concept for for a game of or, and for characters that like you could have told an interesting story with this, and instead it's like you spend, we don't really care about the multiverse. You right, just... you spend thirty hours in like basically trudging through. Dungeons themed after different Final Fantasy games and having pretty much no story and then you sort of just cram all this other stuff into 10 hours. Yeah. Not even 10 hours. The Most of the 10 hours is just fighting Bahamut over and over again. Forever. And the funny thing is, if I'm trying to think of what kind of themes are in this game, there's two potential that I can think of and the first one really is uh, co- about consequences. Hmm. Because Lan and Rain have to suffer consequences for th- just, just I don't know, like doing doing spoiled rotten child stuff. Um, maybe part of it's supposed to be about growing up, like where you don't need your pa- like learning to let go of your parents and live on on your own or something like that. I don't know. Like there's yeah. a couple of themes it could have, and one of them that I was wondering about early on because they talk about the Bahamutian. Okay, so they they create a sort of fake story in a fake setting. So they talk about the Bahamutian army, and it's th- that's what's like enslaving all these people. But there are some cities where if you agree to work with the Bahamutian army, you can become an architect. Again, another word that kind of goes nowhere. Yeah. Um, but if you work for them and you devote so much of your life to them, then you're promised some kind of great like thing. And basically, I'm wondering if. This game's supposed to be a rejection to the salaryman kind of lifestyle that is dominating Japan right now. Mm. But there's not enough there, and if it is, it's like barely there. It's like background yeah. material. And that, I mean, and it's not unheard of to think, especially in this day and age. I mean, you want a really good anime that addresses that, and yet also the laziness of the younger generation 
watch Eden of the East. It actually does a really interesting job being a being a show specifically about the situation in Japan when it was created. Um, like economically speaking, like how like younger people aren't getting married and stuff like that. Because um, it's like you either work for your job or there's like what's called a neat, which is basically someone that's just they they intentionally don't work. They stay outside of the system. Hmm. Um, it's 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 this. Like Japan's got their own stuff going on, and this could have been a commentary on it, but it's not. Like in the end, like I I played this game and I felt like I just. It was neat, but I'm going to forget about it. Like, I understand yeah. why I, I got distracted by the new Shiny on the PlayStation 4 and never finished this game. Yeah, it's, and I think what, what sort of it comes down to is it was... There are, there are a lot of cool parts, and there's a lot of interesting parts. And honestly, I feel like the, oh, the game's opening... It gives you a sense of mystery and other stuff like, oh, this is all like, what's going too. on in adventure. Yeah, an adventure. And then it sort of it it cr it crams everything in a convoluted manner into the last few hours of it the game. It takes too much of a leisurely pace, and it doesn't really yeah. build. Like it does. Like it's trying to build on the mystery based on like people keep coming and taking the different summoners or whatever. But it's taking so long to get there. And at that point, you're just like, okay, but really, what's happening? Like, what's going on? Who are, like, why do I care about these kids? Why haven't I seen Anna Cross in a while? Like, yeah, it's, and we're, yeah, I, again, there are just, there's so many pieces. So I think, you know, just an example, like a game that was more, f one game that could have been a better game was one that was more focused on this idea of, the extraverse invading the multiverse and you know uh, figures like Anna Crow who can who can you who can stop it essentially and you're helping that or it could have been a better game if it was just simpler and was more focused on the sort of Final Fantasy nostalgia and other stuff and let you replay set pieces and did a good job of that and was a simpler, shorter, smaller scale game. I and think honestly, you could have combined that. I mean, two kids having an adventure, jumping through the multiverse of Final Fantasy, and perhaps early in there, they screw it up and the multiverse starts to come to like, clash together. And that's what they gotta fix. It's so much more simple. Right, and it like it, it, it works so much better. It almost, but it almost feels to me like, like it just wasn't, like there was something, something got shoehorned into something else. It's too okay. Here's the problem. like somebody had this story idea for all of this multiverse extraverse stuff, and they were like, ah, this isn't quite working. Let's just, like just throw a bunch of Final Fantasy characters in here. The problem is this: th this is a guy that worked a lot with Tetsuya Namada, and that that's all the explanation you need. Hmm. Like, th I mean, Tetsuya Namada didn't—I don't think—have anything to do with the story in this. He just did the character designs, which you could tell because his characters look like Kingdom Hearts characters. Uh, but apparently, Sora's in the Switch version as a champion. Uh, not that I 
saw. I saw a video of Sora in Kingdom Heart or in um, in World of Final Fantasy. I didn't. See, I don't know. Chibi Sora. I, I don't really Sorry. care. I don't anyway. really care. Um, because I don't play Kingdom Hearts. Maybe it's a downloadable content or whatever. But that's I just. This game could have been a lot more fine. And then again, like it comes down to the, the, the gameplay elements themselves. If it explained some of this stuff better, and just... Honestly, I don't know, because at some point I just stopped caring about catching monsters, and I was just mm -hmm. good with my set. I didn't want to keep swapping them out because they kept starting out it level was, 1. The cost was too high to swap anything out. Where once you sort of had some assurance of the quality of your stack, yeah, it wasn't worth it. Even though like the eight monsters not in your stacks still gain experience, they gain so little that there's no way to catch them up in a way that they'll be useful. Because as you said, as soon as you swap one of your monsters out, you take a major hit to strength and health. Um, so it's just... And your, your, your options that are available so it's really a game that just feels like interesting ideas but it needed a simpler concept and they needed to balance some of the mechanics better and they really really needed to do a better job with them dungeons man but it's 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 an interesting game, um, but I can't really recommend it, even even to like diehard Final Fantasy fans. It's like if you're a diehard Final Fantasy fan, play Theater Rhythm Curtain Call on 3DS or something, <laughs> or pray to God that they make a new one for the Switch, which I am. Um, like that's all I can really think. Like there, there's got to be other better. This this isn't the JRPG you're looking for. No, so that's my final verdict. You, I mean, you I have that opinions. Was, that, was, that was my final verdict. I, I think overall, like, I, on the one hand, there were moments when I was playing it when I thought it was great and I really liked it. Um, but in the end, I think it's... There are... I won't say it's less than a sum of its parts. I would say if you took out all the bad parts and just had the good parts, it would be really good. But the bad parts just keep on taking away from any good parts it had in there. Yeah. Um, as long as the bad parts are just that it was, they took a good idea and stretched it out too long. Um, I would agree with that. And so, yeah. And so it just, I, I was, again, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Chris too, where I started this game, I started this game at launch when it launched. I, I had the day one edition. I, pre-ordered and all that other stuff and I started it like the you know the second it came I popped it in my PS4 and started playing and I didn't finish it until two years later um so it doesn't take me that long to finish video games so yeah that's that's kind of it's it's too bad I guess I don't know I mean you I don't think we're going to be making the Dark Siders 3 episode hopefully we'll make that Devil May Cry 5 episode at least does Dark Siders 3 have an easy mode uh, I think they added it, yes. They added ways to make it easier. Come on, be a wimp. Go ahead. Maybe. Play Devil May Cry 5 first. It does have a human mode. You should have an easy time with that. I was also thinking it would probably be more feasible. And also, considering your kids keep logging you off to play their own games, every time you log back into the game every day, you'll get a new golden orb, so you'll have a lot of resurrection idols. <laughs> mm. For when you're bad at the game. Good to know. So, 
All right, everybody. That's our World of Final Fantasy podcast. Um, hopefully, we didn't bore you with some of our, like, just talking about the characters and stuff like that. Um, hopefully, you did get enough into the nitty-gritty. Um, but, yeah, that's that's just... that's. That's World of Final Fantasy. Just don't play it. Don't bother. There's so much better out there for cheaper, too. So, hope you have a good night. Have a good night.